Once you're underground, everything down there is trying to get you. The electricity is real high voltage. All the pressures in all those chocks and everything is extra high pressure. It's higher than anything that's up here. And then mm. you got all the dust and diesel and, and the roof trying to fall in. The yeah. gas has got you. Look. So why do it? It's fun. Welcome to the Beers with a Miner podcast, episode 32. This week is a happy hour episode where I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers with a fellow miner. Today I'm chatting with two underground miners, Sean and Shifty. Welcome, Sean and Shifty, to the podcast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, the first question, since the podcast is called Beers with a Miner, is what is your favourite beverage? It could be a beer, wine, spirit, or perhaps even a cup of tea. And what is your favourite place to drink it? Now, before we answer that question, we're just going to have to... We all rah-rah and talk over each other all the time. So we're going to try and be mindful of that. Aren't we, boys? We will. We will. You're up. Okay. Well, I prefer scotch. Anyway... <laughs> Scotch, anyway, you're easy cheap. I'm easy cheap too. Yeah. So, do you have it uh, as a mixer or in a glass? I'll have it straight, mixed with water, with ice. Anyway. Nice. Oh, so yeah. you're not fussy. Well, if it's good Scotch, I'll have it with more good Scotch. Oh, right, eh? <laughs> so, are you a bit of a Scotch connoisseur? Oh, yeah. Not that more. What's your favourite one? Oh, I just love me Glenfiddy. Glenfiddy? Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich. Oh, Glenfiddich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. And what about you, Sean? What's your favourite bev? Uh, generally beer. Beer? Yeah, I'll drink pretty much anything but beer. Yep. What sort of beer? Um, back in NZ, I would drink Spates. Spates. Uh, Spates. Spates. Yeah. yeah. Is that S-P-A-T? S-P-E-I-G-H-T-S. Oh, all oh, oh, right, Spates. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that shit? No, I didn't. <laughs> Um, over here, um, I'll pretty much just mix them up, whatever I feel like at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any particular preference. I just happen to grab what's in the fridge. What's have you got to buy? What's in the fridge? Bob? Oh, I don't know. Sometimes I buy them. Sometimes yeah. I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're the best sort of beer, the ones you don't have to buy. Yeah, yeah. I can steal them off my son, I'll grab them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what's the beer you're drinking now? Uh, what is this? This is James Squire, this one. James Squire. Squire. Yeah. Ooh, sounds posh. Well, I'm having a Forex Gold, because <laughs> that's how I roll. And Shifty is... Joy. No. <laughs> so you don't drink when you're out at work? Try not to now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were real bad there when, when I was underground. We used yeah. to drink all the time. Yeah, right. Our crew was a party crew. Yeah. So, yeah, we were always in trouble. Yeah, First on a two-year good behaviour, boy. <laughs> a two-year two good year. behaviour. Yeah. <gasps> Shifty. Half our crew was. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's dangerous. It was, but then... <laughs> Those were the days back then. Yeah. yeah. Times change, don't they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they clamped down on it pretty big. Yeah. Lessons learned to get away with things before. Well, we got away with a bad. lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I was underground there for 10 years and yeah. we did it all the time. Eh? So, how did you get into mining, Shifty? I was at a New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. And a bloke sitting there at the end of the table was sitting there saying how they can't get fitters to go underground. Oh, right. And were you a fitter at the time? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was a fitter at the mill, been there for 20 years. Yep. I was sitting at this party and he said, he, they can't get fitters. I said, ah, oh, bullshit. You know, like every application you put in, you never even hear back from them. So he said, oh, give me a resume tomorrow and I'll put it in. I said, yeah, fair enough. So I did. And uh, he ended up getting me on with a contract mob. And then uh, I was with the contract mob for three months and then they were hiring people out there. So bang, straight straight in. Yeah, right. With so, a shirt. Yeah, it worked out pretty good. Mm. So I've never been underground, right? Yep. So I'm going to pick your brains because my listeners know that my partner is a real miner underground, <laughs> which we will go into as they both laugh hysterically. Um but I've never been un- underground, so I want to like share with the listeners a little bit well, about that. So, how did you feel the first time you went down there? Were you cracking yourself, or? Yeah, well, I didn't know. I had to throw in a permanent job at a sugar mill. Yeah. Oh, it was a sugar mill. Yeah. To come out yeah. here, paid for all my boots, me all my clothes, did all my. Or Induction. yeah, inductions and all that, paid for all that. So I was up like twelve hundred dollars or something. Oh, so then you had to pay for it because for you were going yeah. with a contractor. Yeah. Then come under, not knowing if I'd be able to go underground or not. And like, yeah, I was oh. shooting myself the first time because you're driving down, and then it's you know, it was nothing. Didn't nothing. worry me. Really? But I swore I, I swore I was never going to go underground. Why did you think that? I just. Didn't like the idea of going underground. Mm. But then, yeah, it didn't worry me and just kept on doing it. Because you might not get out. <laughs> no, I will never even worried about that. Yeah. And what about you, Sean? How did you get into the mining side? Um, I was at the pub. And <laughs> so you were at a New Year's Eve party and you were yeah. at a pub. I was still drunk. See, yeah. people get out, start talking. Yeah. <laughs> and a um, guy was there. He was asking me, oh, we were just chatting and he was just, asked what I was doing at the minute and um, I'd just finished up um, working in the Middle East and I said I just don't know what I'm doing at the minute and he said well some clean skin jobs out at the underground would you be interested in putting your name in and I said oh yeah well yeah I'll think about it and he goes well, here's a phone number give the bloke a ring so I gave him a ring and must have talked to him for maybe 30 seconds of that. <laughs> and it pretty much just, to me, it sounded like he just he didn't really want anything to do with me. Oh, all right. And he just said, but, yeah, whatever, just send your resume in to uh, one of my HR people and, um, you know, we might get back to you. So I... Uh, Next day, sent my resume in at what, half past 10 in the, uh, in the morning. And five o'clock that night, I got a ring and asked if I wanted to come up for an interview. And that's pretty much when my mining career started. Yeah. Um, so you obviously passed the interview and. Uh, I think I was a novelty. Um, Why? Well, I think I'm pretty much the only person ever to turn up to. An underground operator's um, interview wearing a suit and tie. <laughs> Did you? 
Well, see, well, I, I rang him up at the time because I, I nearly spat my beer out. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, from the previous job that I had, and, and coming from the army before that, um, when I rang them up and I said, "Well, you know, I know this is a mining job. What, what do you, you know, what do I need to come dressed, you know, for the interview?" And they said, "Just come what you normally come in to for an interview." So, I mean, I'd been in. When I was um, private contracting overseas, the um, a lot of the well, later on in a few of the jobs, it, it was managerial. So yeah, um, that was what I did. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's you know, I was always told you dress for success, and um, in its first impressions. Well, obviously, I think I might have just. Shot them just a touch. Okay. They just give we'll me a job this because yeah. going so we can have a laugh and yeah. see if he laughs. But yeah, I, well, that and my when they went through the interviewing process, the my previous history was had them a little bit dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah. We've heard a bit about your previous <laughs> yeah history. It's slightly interesting. So um, yeah. Do you want to share any of that? Um, basically, just briefly, because I know briefly, you go for hours, my, <laughs> days. Yeah, my um, I came from the military and went into um, a very, very grey sort of uh, work environment uh, as a private security contractor, slant mercenary, slant bodyguard, slant just about anything. Um, yeah, um, and where that was in the Middle East. Yeah, I spent a long time in um, in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah, a long time. Mm. And how have you found your journey over there? Has that, or what you've been through, and then coming to working in mining, has it helped or um, ended because you'd have structure and rules and or to a certain extent? Maybe not when you were a mercenary and all that yeah, side of little, it. But a little bit different there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The underground side of it is very much when you're in um, an underground crew, like I was in development, and um, they're, they're a lot like being in an, in an infantry section. Basically, everyone lives in each other's pockets. Yeah. You're um, you rely on each other all the time, watching each other's back because you know the the ribs and the roof come out it all the time and. Yeah, it can be interesting down there at times. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a lot like that. A lot of the the humour is very similar, and the way that they treat each other is very similar. Yeah, so it's it, how you get through tough. Yeah, oh, it, I think it's just because you're in each other's pockets. Yeah, um, you become pretty close, and because you're you're close like that, and you're looking after each other, it's pretty much the same thing because you know you. You're continually watching each other's back. Mm. And how many were on your crew, underground? Underground, uh, we started with ten, and we went down to uh, we reduced down to about seven, I think, in the end. By the time yeah, right. we we finally were getting down, that's um, that's small crew, isn't it? Yeah, well, we were on the wall. We only had nine all the time. That was it. Yeah. And some days we operated with just five people down there. Yeah. Like. 
Yeah. So yeah. that's really good to hear, though, for people who are thinking about getting into underground mining, that it, it oh, yeah. that you are really have to look after each other. Yeah. And you need that mentality to go down yeah. there. Yeah. It, it depends. What it, each crew is different. You got your your long haul and your development, and then you'll have outboy. And what's that outboy? Outboy basically do all. Belts. They do the belts. They do all the other jobs, pipes. They run gear into the mine. Yeah, they do bits. Of, they do everything and anything. Yeah. So, you know, if there's mucking out to do, you're on a load of you down in the shit areas like tailgates and things like that where it's dusty and hot. And, yeah, you, you spend a fair bit of time in, you know, it might be three, four years, sometimes only two, sometimes you're on your own, mm-hmm. just depending on what, what particular jobs are. Yeah. So, and you might fit in with, you know, you might be the operator attached to the leckies, or you might be the operator attached to the fitters because you know they need to be up in baskets or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit of a mix match. The old outboy, outboy can be a bit like they're still a tight group, but they they operate a little bit differently. Than, mm. Yeah, when you're under there, you got to trust your operators. Yeah. There's not a great deal of room to muck around sometimes. And, you tell him what to do, and he does it. He doesn't just, you know, oh, I think they want to go up and do it. He'll just sit you there have to be sure. You Your pulse comms has to be on the ball. Yeah. Because you look, when, when you've got all that noise down there. So it's noisy? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I haven't even thought of noise. I just yeah. thought of dark. No. no is no. it dark, or is there lighting well, plants? If you turn the light off and it's put your hand in front of your face, you won't see you'll it. smack yourself in the nose before you see it. You won't light see it Light on your hard hat? Yeah. yeah. Basically, wherever you look, if you if you can think about the underground, it's more or less like a big corridor. It's a big dark corridor. Wherever you point your light, there's light. Yeah. You know, you can see it. But obviously, all your peripherals, it's black mm. everywhere else. As soon as you turn your light out, the only thing that you got to know where you are is the air coming down the mine. Yeah. That tells you which way you face it. That's why it's interesting when you might be the only one walking off to the crib room. And all of a sudden, your light goes out. Yeah. Well, battery, battery. Yeah, you don't battery. know where you are at all. You just sit there and wait for someone to walk past. Oh, true. Have you done that before, yeah. Chippy? It, it yeah. all depends because, I mean, your light, generally with the battery in your light, well, the ones that we had, the, even though that your light went out, you still could hit it and you'd get a couple of seconds which you can move to get yourself to onto the ribs. Yeah. Once you're on the rib, you can just walk down the rib holding onto it. Yeah, and but so the rib, rib is a safe uh, right. area. No, no. ribs aren't safe. <laughs> the ribs, the ribs are, are they're the ones that fall yeah. in. They fall in. But the ribs are a guideline. Yeah, because oh, right. once you can so touch, following the yeah, once you can touch it, <laughs> yeah. so it's like in an emergency if you can get to the um, the RS stations. On there's the walking, uh, the what do you call them? bloody canes. canes, like like a big giant walking stick. So yeah. you can run that along the rib or you can reach up and like the every most mines are all the same all their services so all your pipes bringing in your water air and your wastewater all run down one side yep so if you reach up you can hit them so as you walk along you just keep tapping them so you know exactly where you are and it take that they all run to the main travel road once they get to the main travel road you've got that much wind coming down there all you have to do is turn into it and face once it's hitting you in the face, you're in the right direction. You just yeah. keep going. All depends where you want to go, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Assuming you head. But if your lights out, you yeah. want to go out. Yeah, so. you want to go out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. So what was it like for you the first time you went down, John? Um, I'd been in caves and tunnels and things like that before, so... I suppose. Um, yeah. I, I sort of had a little bit of a... I sort of had an idea what was coming. I thought it was... When I first went in, I had no idea what all the ropes on the roof were. They were all just hanging down. You could just see the, the strings. So I had no idea. What are they for? I didn't oh, no, they just tie up all the cables and bits and pieces. There's the cables. You, you just tie them up, and then when they change them, they just cut them down. Everything just stays there. Oh, just hangs right. up there. It just hangs there. Yeah. yeah. But all you're seeing is all these things hanging down above your head, and you've got no idea. Yeah. And, until you can actually turn and look and see what they are. But when you're going down in the drift in there, all you see is everything just hanging and there's yeah. shit everywhere in it. You, you've got... You are... It's, when you first go down, you're completely lost. You've got no idea. Mm. But then it doesn't take long to figure it all out, you know, most most of it out. You know where most things are going. And it's, you know, it's like anywhere. It's all signposted, so... Oh, it is signs under yeah, there? Yeah. 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 So um, can you explain to the listener what a drifty is? Because I remember when the real miner said he was working on a drifty, I'm like, what the fuck's a drifty? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what that is? Well, drifty is basically um, a man carrier. So or a woman carrier. A people person, carrier. A people carrier. <laughs> you fit two people in the front and is it eight? Depends whether you're in a PJB or a drifty. Uh, seven in the back, yeah, yeah, in a PJB and up to 12 in a drift run. Yeah. 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 And they're really low. They're uh, no, low. D- d- no, it depend, depends on the, the mine. Like our mine was, we had pretty high roofs really. Um, yeah. So, and we had fairly wide roadways. So we were actually quite quite lucky as opposed to some places. I mean, okay. you can, if you look on, you know, when they have, show those yank ones, you know, they're all low and flat to the ground. They're yeah. like, you know, it's hard to stand up. But we had shitloads of room. Yeah, our seam was 4.2 metres high. Yeah, right. So that's what we cut out at. Mm. And do the drifties, they don't have windows, do they? Front they have window. have, like, cages? Is it kind of like... It's all caged, cage, but your front, yeah. front, to your front windows are glass. Yeah. I'll and some it. of them have got a mesh in between the two glasses too, so you can get the nice cool breeze coming straight through oh. when you're coming up the drift. Got to look yeah. after the real windows. Yeah. 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 Tie the deputy in. <laughs> the de- so the deputy is like like an OC oh right in charge he, of yeah. he runs they're, they're in charge of like so you'll have except whereas open cut you've got what one OCE uh, I'll have, just interrupt OCE is a open cut examiner, examiner yeah yep. and a so, deputy is basically the same but underground. it's exactly the same but underground except you've got one for um, any panel that's working so you know Every, oh, so not for the whole underground mine. Each panel has a different deputy. Every, each panel has a different deputy. And yep. well, basically they've got their own zone. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have your outboy deputies and they'll cover the rest of the mine. So they do all the, those inspections on the outside. Yeah, right. All those other areas because you're – like if you're in a um, development, um, they only go – they've got only, they only go far as, uh, as far back as the – the auxiliary fan, basically. Yeah. So they got all statutory declarations and, they, and checks and everything they got to do. Yep. So they're looking after your health and safety as well. Yeah. yeah. They, they look yeah, after, they look after the mining side up the front. Yeah. They don't look after what's behind them. 
And anyone that's that true. comes in, the deputy can send them out of his panel, even if it's a manager. He's got the thing. He has the authority. Yeah. Get out, you clown. Yeah. <laughs> well, same as the minor driver. If you come up to the back of the mine, back of the minor, and you, what you have to do is you have to come up behind the back of the minor, wait outside the the no go zones, give him a wave with your light, get his attention, and when he's ready for you to come up, he'll set, he'll wave you up with his light. Mm-hmm. Now, if he doesn't wave you up, you cannot get on that minor. If you go up onto that minor, he will fuck you off. Right. And you're not getting back on it. So that's the pos cons is the wave of the light. Yeah, well, if, if no you get a circle, no, 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 two ways at all. If you get a circle with your thing, that's come here. Yeah. And like up and down, yeah, and sideways, that, you know, no. Yeah. no. That, that's it. Because you can't, there's that much noise, that much noise down there. You can yell as much as you like, you're not going to hear nothing. Oh, my God. So I didn't even think of noise. Yeah. Why didn't I think of noise? Yeah. So, can you explain what a miner is? It's not a person; it's a machine. It's a machine. Well, well you've got <laughs> we're miners. Yeah, in, in our case, <laughs> you've got beers with a miner. <laughs> a continuous miner. Basically, it's just a big. I don't know how you explain a continuous miner. It's basically a big spinning freaking. It's a machine that just cuts a roadway. Yeah. For yep. it just goes straight forward, and it, it just spits the coal up, out up and, and down and chews it out. And it drops it down and then it's got like little uh, gathering arms pull it in put it on a conveyor yep. and it throws it out on the tail into um, a shuttle car and the shuttle car will then run it back to the belt and then it'll mm. off it'll load the coal basically it's like a, an electric truck well, in our case they were electric ones shuttle cars um, they're on a, a retractable cable so you drive away from the, the boot end where the boot ends where the um, at the end of your conveyor belt and you drive away from that, cable pulls out behind you, you drive up to the back of the miner, it, they put the tail over the, the back, they fill it up with coal and you chase it, chase that cable all the way back yeah, to the boot end. cables have you run over? You don't have to run after it. Zero. Oh, okay. I haven't killed it. Well, actually, I've run over one but I haven't killed it. <laughs> But, so yeah. what do you chase it with? But it's basically on a big. Uh, if you, Sorry, you said you it's, retra- it. it's retractable. Yeah. Blonde. So yeah, okay. the reel. So it's like oh, a reel. Right. So you move along with it. Yeah. yeah. So like it spins on the reel. Mm. So it winds up when you back at the thing, and when you go out, it unwinds, oh. and then you chase it back again. Yeah. Sometimes it gets caught and they yeah. run over it. Oh, yeah. they? You don't? You no, know. I don't. Fillers don't operate then. Oh, right. You just fix <laughs> No, I was buckets. only on the long wall. I never made it over the development. Yeah. It gets a little bit... Like the shuttle car is an interesting thing because when you drive away from the boot end, you... Sorry, have, interrupt. What's the boot end? The boot end is at the... It's... Um, it's the end of the belt system. It's the end of the belt system. Oh, right. Where so, they can load all the coal in. Yeah. 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 So it's basically like a pulley system at the boot mm-hmm. end. Um, where it runs around the pulley and goes back up again. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, it's got a, it's a bit like an impact station as well, so you can drop coal straight onto the belt mm. without it knocking the belt all over the place and then it runs off track and then you're throwing yeah, coal right. everywhere. Um, so when you go away from the boot end, the um, shuttle car, you've got to drive it. It's, it's four-wheel steering. 
So wherever you turn up, all the wheels go. Four but, wheels? Yeah, cool. So, uh, no, not really. <laughs> no? You, know, you, oh, you, it- you sit facing forward. Well, it's got two seats, one facing forward, one facing back. And you've got a steering wheel on the side, on the angle. On the and, right side, I can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you drive away from the boot end, you've got to drive it. You've got to steer in reverse, basically. So if you want to steer away from something, you have to turn into it. If you come back, it's like steering normally. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Can you feel my mind going, what the what? Yeah. So yeah, you, you've you got, got to get it in your head that well, you've got to turn into uh, it. You've got to turn into it to turn away from it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, it's one of these. It's not articulated? No. No? No, it's just basically like a. Just weird. Yeah. It's like a big truck tray that you sit on the side of. Oh. So why has it got a seat behind you as well? Because so all you, you do is that, you, yeah, all you do, you'll sit here, you drive up, they load you full of coal. Yep. Once the, they've finished loading, you jump into the other seat and drive back again. Drive back the other yeah. See, I, I got that bit. <laughs> but it's it's certainly an interesting bit of gear. Wow. And um, the, it's basically got two lot of gears, fast and slow, and you drive fast and it, it, it always and starts it, it always as well, then? yeah it's, it's all off the foot pedals so yeah. like your foot pedal if you you lift the pedal up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you can you can muck around with the pedals but yeah yeah um the it's it's a bit of a yeah it's it's, it's an interesting thing to drive anyway yeah and it, certainly when you're first learning you get completely confused and it, yeah, it can be quite it can be quite dangerous I'll start yeah. this year. It's on tracks. Yeah. It's right. It goes backwards and forwards. Yeah. Scary place to learn down there, like you said, when it's so yeah, well, important be, to get it right. And well, if you, you're you've learning, got to get it because right you haven't got a lot of room. Mm. And that's why no go zones. And yeah. Ha- they're essential. If, yeah. if you don't, if that, someone gets squashed. So, what other POSCOMs do they have other than a circle with your headlight up and down or side to side? Did you have a little radio? No. Um, no, no radios down there. No, a little... What did the real miner have? He had something that you could get a message on. Ped. Oh, ped. Yeah, that. Yeah. P-E-D? Yeah. Personal electronic device? Yeah, but basically it's part of your your lamp system. So they can send you a quick message down there. You can't reply. You've got to go to a phone. Oh, so they've got phones down yeah, there. You've got phones every... Call me on the so back phone. <laughs> And then on the belt system, every 200 metres, you've got a DAC. A DAC? Yeah. What's that? They're clear com. Basically, so you, you press just a push a button. And talk it's... to the control room. Yeah. Oh, so like an intercom. That's yeah. if they yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, they don't always work? No. Mm. No. Oh, right. Oh, so there is a few different yeah. ways to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Then you've got your nose speed. Because if you've got you know, gas down there and... You've got your mask. And You've got your wrist gear on, you can't talk anymore. You can't talk, so you got to press the phone, on the phone button, like number five. Yeah. There's a little raised button. So yeah. if your light's out, you feel on the... Yeah. And you feel it, you press that. Like, and that alerts them up there that you want to talk to them, and they'll talk to you. And you just got a one or two, you know, like... Oh, so it's like, what is number It's like yes, yes or no. Yes or no. So yes or no, so you've got two, two for no and three for yes. Yeah. Because that's how many letters there are yeah. in those words. Yeah. 
So but they um, know once you you're pressing the five, the triple five emergency number. Yeah. So yeah. Gee, there's so much more to it. Did you have to at the mine where you worked have no beard and mo? No, we were. No, right. they were trying to bring it in, but mm. yeah, there was a lot. It of got things. fought. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it varies from mine to mine. They did do tests on it. Some was clean shaven, the others not. Yeah. And Actually, we had no difference. It, it was inconclusive mainly yeah. because you've got. Excuse me, I'll just interrupt. Can you explain what it's what it's for for those that are listening that don't know? Because you have to wear a mask, and there's you, you've got uh, breathing apparatus. So, like, you go from your personal rescue, which is on your belt, which is basically just a, a rebreather. A rebreather. Rebreather. You breathe into it. It's a chemical reaction, mm-hmm. and basically, you breathe in your own oxygen. Back again. Back again. It's it gets hotter and hotter. It gets hotter and hotter and it's harder and harder to breathe. And you just... You end up with blisters and everything in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, because you've got it on for too long. If you've got it on for too long. It, it's supposed to last about 40 minutes. So that gives, should give you enough time to get to... In our case, we had your um, breathing apparatus. So that basically is similar to what you see the fireys wear. So they have the tank on the back. Yep. and comes around to a big full face mask and it's oxygen on demand and you can fill it, refill every time you go to a new station you can refill yeah, yeah a new yeah. station every 800 metres but you don't carry that. that with you all the time no, 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 no that's just if yeah, yeah. if yeah. the air's getting a bit yeah. crazy yeah. we carry the rescuer on your hip all the time yeah and that's your 40 minutes that gets you pretty to, much that, that'll, you blisses in your mouth yeah, that, that'll get you to the cable station where you can get the breathing yeah. apparatus on. Have you had to do that before? I uh, only in, um, what do you call them, bloody scenarios and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, not in real life? Not real life, no. Because I can imagine be going, oh, my God, and you get to it and go, oh, it would be the best breath you've ever taken, wouldn't it's it? Like that, uh, it's like that with scenarios. Some people, when you put them even on. Even in scenarios. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, the scenario one, if they give you a live self-rescue, by the time that you get to it, which generally it's not that long, it's 15 mm. minutes max, you're, mm. it's bloody hot and it's you're struggling. It's, it's hard work because, yeah. I mean, you've still got to go, like they might give you a casualty or they might do whatever. You might have to do something prior to to getting to the next part. Yeah. So you, you, know, you might have to grab a couple of casualties out and get them back to the station. Yeah. To do that, you, you're expending a lot of energy. Mm. And you're breathing heavy, and, and it's hard. And you're breathing your own. Yeah, air. basically, if you can think of a, a, a like a rubber a rubber tube, and get some of that, uh, what do you call it, a green poly pad? You know, the steelo stuff. The steel green, wool. Oh yeah, steel, steel wool. The, but the steel green wool. stuff, green yeah. one. Yeah. Because it's, it's quite like thick. Scour. Scour. Yeah. Pad, yeah. Right. Shove that down the inside of a tube, and then try and breathe. Mm. Try and suck air in through that. And no nose. And then you know your yeah, nose you got, is pegged off. You yeah. got a clip on your nose. You got a clip on your nose to. Oh. Yeah. Because, like, some gas, if you breathe it, you don't get a second chance of bang. You're gone. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. you got these stupid little piggy goggles on. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's not a lot of fun, that bit, you know, but once you get to the... You can suck in the big ones, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but then some people, once they put that mask and everything on, too, like... Claustrophobia and they stuff. They sort of again. freak out of it. Yeah. yeah. And then they start panicking. So that, the more you panic, the more oxygen you suck through. Mm. So, yeah, it's interesting. 
Have you ever known or seen anyone that's gone like you did, bought all the new gear, went down underground yeah. and then went, no, nah, fuck that, I can't do it? Yeah, I was there a couple of months and then a new bloke started, eh? Yeah. And oh, I think he made it about 500 metres down yeah. from the portal. Just freaked out, took him out, never seen him again. Oh, really? And then we had a old bloke, been mining for 30 years, and then something just clicked. And he was only down two cut throughs and that was it. He had to get out and never come back either. Mm. <laughs> and he'd been doing it for 30 years? He'd been doing years. it for 30 years. And, and all of a something sudden? Something just clicked in him, eh? Yeah. Time to retire and go Well, fishing. yeah. Mm. Oh. So what did you struggle with the most when you first started down there? When you were green and learning or didn't know what was happening? What was your hardest challenge? Because everyone has something at the start. We, we all start, we don't know what we're doing. And I like to share these stories so new people who are listening get an idea that, you know, you can overcome these things or you can go, yeah, no, nah, it's not for me. I'm not, fuck that, I'm not doing that. I think mine was the, the terminologies. Like, I didn't have a clue what the hell they were talking about. And basically, or what I really needed to be, you know, that a lot of the people that were clean skins that were going down there, they were contractors. So they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah. Mine was shooting people. That's what I used to do. <laughs> it's a bang. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> you know that. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't let him shoot yeah. us. Yeah, bad guy. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. But see, like you know, going from that sort of environment to being underground and having no clue whatsoever. Mm. They're talking about different types of cables. I'm all looking at it. They all just look like spaghetti to me. And then they're going, you know, it's a retic cable. I'm like, what the fuck is a retic cable? I've got no idea. Yeah. Um, that you know, not a clue. Yeah. And they're all expecting you to know because everybody else that is a clean skin down there is has been a contractor. So, they so not know. a true clean skin. Well, no, they're, they're a clean skin as a shirt. But they could like they got a contractor who was that maybe they were working for um, you know one of the other mobs who you know they might be doing ventilation or something like that you know they're not so they're, new they're not underground to yeah they're, they're, yeah. they're new to yeah. development yeah. Or whereas you were a true clean skin yeah I had not um, to the industry yeah I had yeah. no clue yeah. whatsoever what the hell was going on down there so how did you get through it did you write notes or lists or no do you have I just. Memory? things uh, how did you do that ended up I suppose I, I got sort of quite lucky with a couple of people who sort of mentored me through as yeah. in even a couple of the other clean skins that were there that you sort of just follow along and you ask questions because you know it's like they say the only dumb questions one not asked and you know as stupid as it sometimes seems sometimes the guys who'd been down there for years they didn't know what it was either they, they know what it what it does what what it looks like, they don't actually know what, what it's why. actually, why. Yeah. Or, and once you start asking questions, and I was like, why, oh, yeah. Mm. And then they can explain the processes. Well, we're doing this because of this, 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 and then you can see where it follows from there. Because a lot of the time, when you first start off, you start off in sort of the outboy jobs. So you learn all the, the you get all the shitty little jobs out the back sort mm. of thing. And you so, just pop down underground, so you're doing, pop back yeah, out. Well, you're doing, like, you know, they'll put you down there and you'll be doing, 
porn cables or doing pipes or you know things like that and you don't really know what the hell you're doing or what what it's even for and then that's where you've got to ask so and understanding about um why things are happening so like we're, we're putting in a pressure reducer I had no idea why we were putting a pressure reducer in or what it was even for. Mm. I knew, like, obviously, what it sounds it's like. It's going to reduce reducer, pressure. Reduce the pressure. Why, though? What? what? Yeah. And to then they, they busy. Then, no, 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 it's for water. water. Not for the so, water, is it? Because you're going down underground, you're going down, it's getting a bigger head on it, so there's more pressure in the pipe. So, so when, that water, all apart. when that water gets further down to, like, the, the minor or to the, the long wall, they, they're only designed to have a certain amount of pressure. And as soon as you put too much pressure in there, you start blowing them all to bits. So that's not blowing seals and things like that. Yeah. Then they've got water flood in the place, and yeah. water is not something that you want underground. No. Well, like yeah, you said before, you just pop in and out. No. You, know, you don't pop in and out. Once you go down with the crew in mm. the morning, you're there until you come out. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Mm. Even the other people that are doing all the different jobs. Oh, a lot of them. That's what I meant. Yeah, they, they get to come. Well, it, it, it depends. It depends. Some some of them get to go up and down, like your fitters and your leakies and that. They're mm. always in and out because they got to go get parts. Because well, half the time they don't know what they're walking into until they get in there. Yeah. And so they'll get given right. This is what the job is, or this is what what's happened. They'll get down there and they'll go. Nah, we need this. We need this. We need this. So up they pop it. So yeah. They like little corks. Well, really. used to be <laughs> little corks. They are. They are. Fitters are corks. Yeah. Did over, you hear that? Your real the long wall. I had a supervisor upstairs, so I call him up and get him to send the stuff down so I could, you know, just keep working. Yeah, right. And he was getting so he knew what I was on about. Yeah. Because he was a long wall fitter to yeah. start with as well. Because so it, it, it can take you quite a while to come out from it right down be, the bottom yeah, of the pit. An hour at least. It just depends. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. It just depends yeah. where where you are in the pit, what traffic's going in and out. So like if there's if there's you know a heavy load or something that's coming in and out. You're stuck. No one's going anywhere. No, you got to wait till he comes no. past. So is it double lengths? No. 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 Bloody hell. I mean, you've, you've got to pull into a cutthroat to let somebody go past, and then you come out and keep going. So every oh, 100 metres, we've got a cutthroat where you can. That's why I knew that. Yeah. Do you want a beer, Chifty? Oh, we'll throw one if you want. Uh, do you want one, Tom? You're good. Yeah, I'm good. Now for a word from our sponsor. Welcome Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group to Team Mad Mumsy. Julia is my awesome accountant. She has written two books with financial expert Noel Whitaker and has a passion to help us miners make the most out of our hard-earned cash. Head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners. That's B-A-N. T-A-C-S to download your free miners booklet and a spreadsheet that will help you calculate the weight of your tools you need for your job. Why, you ask? You might be able to hitchhike a ride with them and claim your trips to work. Sounds confusing? Not at all. Just head over to bantax.com.au and let Julia and the team help you out. You will also find loads of free information and advice on property investing if you plan to really do some great things with your money. Again, that's bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them Mad Mumsy sent me. But like, you go down there, you quit room or some of the boys at work, they just can't believe 
the crib room there at work, like, it's just a bench, and that's where you sit underground. You get vehicles driving past you, so there's fumes, the dust. You get the loader right against you. Yeah, the noise from the, the loader screaming, it's motor, you know, like, uh, And is there a kettle? No. no, no bloody kettle. I couldn't believe it. No, 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 no toaster. No, 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 no Some some underground mines do have those sort of things, but not ours. Ours didn't have. No, no air, no air conditioning. Hang on, cheers, guys. <laughs> yeah. the, and if you're out by, you may not get crib room. So, like you, the closest you'll get, like if you're working in a tailgate net, you'll come out into fresh air because it's like I said, it's hot. And it's dusty and it is crap in there. Mm. And you'll come out of there and you'll be black as the ace of spades coming out of there because yeah, any, any, anything you touch in a tailgate is... Even on the long wall. Yeah, it's shit. So did you guys have the eyeliner look? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were down the mess one night. Our crew went in and we're sitting there eating and there was a new girl in the mess and I got up to go and get something. And she came over to me and said, oh, is that a new club you are with? And one of the other girls had to explain, no, we were underground, and that's just the... That's just you, how it you is. You can't wash it off. Well, um, down, down at the survey, they had the same thing. It was uh, a new girl at the survey, and the guys were coming in, and she thought there was a whole lot of gay guys because they were all wearing <laughs> eyeliner. It wasn't until it got explained to her that, you know... They work underground. You work underground. It just doesn't wash off. It takes did seven it, days. The did it hurt your actual eyes? Because I've always had eye issues. Um, did it uh, actually irritate your eyes or did it just... I don't know. I just got used to it. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah. 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 I think it was a little bit of irritation, but it's mainly the other stuff, like, you know, stone dust and things like that. So what about you, Shifty? What did you struggle with the most when you first went down there? Or when well, the most of my stuff was just fitting work. So, like... Hoses are hoses. So I've already sort of done all that. Yeah. But you get down there, you had to operate as well. So mm. I walked in and the bloke on the main gate drum, on the shearer, just threw his remote at me and walked off. <laughs> the next minute, I'm driving the shearer. Like, I get down to the end, yeah, no worries, driving along, not hitting anything. Get down to the end, I didn't know what to do. No one tells you anything. So mm. I just, oh, stop button on here. Press the stop button. That's gone going. Because then they had to go and reset everything. <laughs> oh, so you're not meant to push the stop no. button. Well, but, stop means stop, yeah. right? No one tells you. <laughs> you don't know, but yeah. See, nowadays you'd have to be passed out. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's a lot of things that's supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We used to operate with like three people. <laughs> you got the whole crew down there. The others would take off, mm. go for crib, and we have three people run it. You'd sit at the main gate. When the shearer got the 70 chop, you'd run down there, take the remote off either one of them, and they'd go and sit at the main gate so they had a break. Yeah, right. Had a drink and everything, and you'd drive down with Then yeah. give them back the remote, and they'd take off again. Things you do. Yeah. So can you guys explain? I've never... I think the real miners tried to tell me this as well, because he's in development, or he likes development best but what's the difference between development and long wall <laughs> that creates a lot of arguments Is development it? do all the work and long wall just <laughs> they, they get all the cream all oh, right so you go in and prepare we, we do all the hard work and then they go in and they just 
Skids. Well, they just they just go up and down, up and down. Development up. because they cut all the coal. Are the glory boys? Oh, yeah. right, we get the most there. Development <laughs> because they've got it ready for you. Yeah, they they that's what they do. They go in and cut the tunnels. Yep. A hundred meters or three hundred meters apart, whatever they decide they want, mm. they do that. Hopefully, they get them straight. Because that gives sometimes us. They don't. No, sometimes they don't, and that gives us a hard time when you're trying to <laughs> drive yeah. down it. But yeah, and then we go in. Like once the wall's set up, we take that big block of coal out, like mm. three hundred metre face, and you just walk backwards and forwards. Every time you go up and back, you advance like eight hundred metre uh, mil. That's what it has used to advance. It used to be a metre, but they cut it back to eight hundred. Yeah, right. And then you just keep going. And does that go so, all the way up the four metre seam? Yeah, 4.2 4. 4. 4. metres we cut. So it goes up and down. Cut the roof out, going down to the target, and then you drop the, the drums and you cut the floor on the way back. Yeah. Depends which way you which way you're mining. Yeah. See, like what we do in development is you'll have your different development panels and you'll have one panel, they'll be cutting two roadways with cut-throughs to the end, to where whatever the end is, that could be two Ks, five Ks, whatever. However long they want the long wall to run for, that's how far we're cutting. So they'll cut those two. Then you'll have another crew that are, depending on how long your long wall is, so if it's, let's say, for example, it's 280, 300 metres long, Mm. they'll be that far apart cutting another two roadways. Once they get to distance, then you cut what's called a face road. So you link the, the two different road, two yeah. sets of roadways together, and that's going where you're going all the way across. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's 280 metres. So you'll have two roadways this side, then 280 metres, and then another two roadways. And then what they do is they bring in all the chocks and all the long wall stuff, you know, your face, um, you know, all the pans and bits and pieces, and they'll set up the long wall in the face road. And that's your takeoff face. Ah, yeah. oh, sorry, the bloody whatever you call. It. <laughs> anyway, I've gotten already. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you so put, they take out the bit between the two roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. between the four roads. The four roads, yeah. but two lots of two. Yeah, yeah. We end up leaving a strip of coal about fifty meters wide between either roadways. Oh, do you go back and get it? No, no. Mm, that's days. money in there. Yeah, two days. But it saves a lot. Because yeah. that helps to hold it up. Yeah, well... But coal isn't very stable, is it? No. <laughs> it no, blows out a bit. Yeah. yeah. And then you get floor heat. Well, I know some... I Massive know some... floor heat. <laughs> we had heaps of floor heat. That's only two metres. The floor had just come up. Oh, <laughs> hit, oh But hit. it was getting right up to only nearly chopping... It was 500 mil yeah. by the end of it. Choking it right off so you've got mm. no airflow through it. In the long wall, you need an airflow down past all the chocks and out. Take all the gas and the all dust. All the gas and, and dust and everything. Mm. If there was no airflow, we had to get out. See, we like, I've seen floor there. heaves in the open cut. You probably haven't seen that yet. But, um, yeah, that's pretty scary. When there was a lighting plant last lap and the next lap it's fell over because the floor's gone like this and the reason I bring that up is because 
uh, um, the hard hat mentor who my listeners know is my sister. Her partner is a jumbo operator, which is hard in rock. hard rock, oh, yeah. and he does some hard shit, like obviously hard rock, but. You know, that's another whole life as well. Yeah, but yeah. he said no way would he do coal. No. And mm. I can understand when my sister explained to me that, you know, coal crumples pretty quick. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it does. Oh, I've seen it like, in the open car. I've seen that many roof falls. I just yeah. doesn't even worry me now. Like, you'd be down the face with someone new and bang, she, the roof would fall. You look around, where are they? They're gone. Oh, and like you're still standing. But where did they go? Yeah, they were just oh, doesn't matter. Out. They're out <laughs> there. You, but then fight or flight. Yeah, well that's what they tell you. You can always come back. But if you stand there and you'll get squashed, well, you'll stay. Oh, so there. is that what they tell you to run? Yeah, but you just <laughs> get so complacent. Is that in your induction? <laughs> you get blasé. You just get so complacent, like oh, um, yeah, again. You know what complacency does? Well, it's yeah. 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 I was buried down there three times. Underground. No shit. Yeah, like fixing chocks and everything just rained in. Yeah. And, you, and the boys at the ground would pull the feet and pull me out. <laughs> then you shovel it all out, go in again. Oh, but yeah, over, over the 10 years, yeah, three times. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't ever make you think, no, oh, no, never, not going. never worry me. Or did you just laugh and have another scot? Well, everybody else would laugh and do. <laughs> Oh, look at you! Yeah, Glad it wasn't me. But it's—I mean—it's just the mentality of it too, though. Being down yeah. there, yeah. it's like you know when you you're gluing up a face because you've got roof falls and the rest of it, and you you going and you're doing PUR and things like that. You've got to go over. And somebody's got to get over the pan line and do the steels on the on the drills. Someone's got to change the steels. So in our case, it was usually. The contractors. Well, well, no, well, no, the Kiwis. Well, the, it was the, I wasn't going there. Yeah. It was, it was, send the Kiwis over. You're a Kiwi, aren't yeah. you? Sure. So did you get to go? Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, right. Are they expendable, Shifty? Yeah, apparently. What's the go? The Come Kiwis. on, we're not racist here. No, no, my whole crew, when I first started, were all Kiwis. Yeah, I believe there's a lot of underground yeah. miners that are Kiwis. Yeah, so. New Zealanders, for people who don't know what Kiwi is. <laughs> But yeah, but that was sort of like a common joke sort of thing. Uh, Kiwis and mental people went over the panel. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Everyone gets their fair share. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like everyone, you know, a lot of people went over, but it just, just seemed to be that. The thing is, when you're over mean, there, like you've had a roof fall, hmm. and you get your light and you look up, and when you can't see the roof, like it's a long way up. Yeah, right. But. You because the roof's falling. You'll hear yeah, you, you hear things coming down the side, but the things that are falling straight down, you don't hear them. Yeah. They just Does bang. Hit oh, you get They're not hitting anything. Yeah, you get... <gasps> and they don't, it doesn't have to be a big rock. No, All the time I was there, yeah. get killed by coconut. Only uh, one of our crew lost the top of his finger. A rock just bang. And he had those gloves that we wear out there. Yeah. He had them on and not a mark on it. And he took the glove off and he... There's a finger and poked it out. Wow. <laughs> they just share things. I mean, you get nailed. Like, I mean, I got flattened by one that came between the chocks when we were drilling. And it just yeah, drops you like, literally like a stone. You yeah. Just boom. You're, one minute you're there, next minute you're lying flat on, flat on your stomach. Like you've been shot. Oh. 
Mm. Nah, a little bit. Just getting shots a little bit different. Depends yeah. where you get shot. Depends. Where you get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. So, did that make you think twice about being under there, or just did you get up, and dust yourself off, and go? Well, that's what you did. No, in that particular case, no. I needed to go back and get a bit of ice because that hurt. It hit me right. No, oh, a bit of ice. No, big well, no. that's good. Sorry, oh, I'm not taking the piss. No, oh, I got. <laughs> well, I would have. In, in, in that particular case, I, I did actually look up at the last second and I threw my hand up, which sort of deflected it away from my face and into my back, which it did it flatten me. Yeah. Um, and I got a little bit of nerve damage in my finger for a while. Yeah. And just large bruise on your back and mm. good scrape and. Yeah, but I mean, if it had been a big rock, it could have been a shitload of Oh, rest. God, yeah. Um, but then you get the other things like the whole face will slab out while you're standing out there. And you'll, you'll, hit, you'll get, if you're lucky, you'll hear it. You'll hear it or you'll, you'll just see see it start to shift. And you, mm. yeah, it's quick. It's fast. Uh, it's, quick. it's quicker than you yeah. think. With that amount of stuff that comes, you're just running. Yeah. And that's sort of one of the things that you need to do. The second you get over that, you got to make sure that you know where you're going to be running to. And you want everyone out of your road. Yeah. And if there's stuff in your way, you want to get it out of the way. Because you've got to try and go over the top of the pan line or down the pan line yeah. as fast as you can. Yeah. And everyone knows that, so they keep out of the road. Yeah. They don't... Everyone come and has a look to see what's going on, you know, like, yeah, get right. out of here... We're doing yeah. something, so yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but even like I had a bloke new fitter working with me, changing picks on the shearer, and we're side by side. Like it's classic Sean and I am here, and the roof fell. And luckily, that he copped the brunt of it. <laughs> it hit him in the head, luckily and he he knocked, he knocked me out of the road. Oh. But the slab was only oh, six foot long by about five hundred wide by about. 200 thick. That's still decent. I'd knock him clean out. Only. So I had to drag him over the pound and then they crucified him. Why? Oh, because it was his fault. <laughs> Why was it So then fault? they stuck him on, uh, you know, they work. Because they're just, uh, they're, yeah. they're, some of the mentality of some of the people who are in charge just, yeah. just it doesn't, it's not realistic. They're, they're dreaming half the time. Some people seem to get hurt all the time too. Mm. Wrong place, wrong and time. This bloke yeah. just happened to be one of those yeah. people too. So when it comes to management and you're working underground, do they come down very often? <laughs> like, or have they uh, it got, ever? It, it did get a bit better. Like, they were coming down, like, but you had people down there who really had no idea. That mm. Telling be. you stuff, what to do. Most or, of the time they oh, sat they, up they, there they, in their office. They're questioning things. That and watch the computer screen. Yeah. Yeah. If they could see, they couldn't see development, but they could see us, the shearers going backwards and forwards. If the shearers going backwards and forwards, the coal's coming out, they didn't want to know. Yeah. Money in the back. Yeah. yeah. And that's... That's pretty much about it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there were, there were some good people in management, mm-hmm. and then there was some people there that they really had no place coming underground at all because mm-hmm. they had no clue. But, you know, it wasn't really... They, they were expected to come down because that was... They wanted management to be seen to be down yeah. there. But they come down and they've got... You know, they're questioning things 
or they're trying to bring up things, sort of big noting, I suppose, but um, and they've really got no idea what the actual safety issues are down there. Mm. What are the hazards? So, they're, you know, they're, they're bringing up things that you're going... <laughs> That's nothing compared yeah. to yeah. what's really going on. Yeah. And then, you know, and they also, they you know, a lot. sometimes they've got... I suppose in a way we didn't do things probably as, as safe as what they wanted them to be done, but at the same time their notion of what they wanted done and achieved didn't equate to the, what they actually expected. Yeah. So, like, we made things happen, and sometimes they weren't safe. Well, well, we we considered them safe enough that we could do them. Mm. But if people were to come down and look, and you know, your safety gurus, they would have smashed you. But that's just, you know, it it, it comes down to risk management, I suppose, because yeah. we we look at it and we go, yeah, we can do it. Can we do it safely? Yeah. That's mm. why we're doing it. Mm. Yeah, because that's the main aim. Yeah. But if they look at it, they come down and go, oh, no, you're not doing that. Okay. You haven't got three points of contact here. You haven't got... Get fucked. We can't get the thing done. If you if you want us to do it that way, we'll we're going to be we're going to be writing JSAs and things like that. We're going to be here forever to get one little job done that will take us 10 minutes if you turn your back. That but you're, yeah. but yeah. you're still doing it in a way that you've well, felt we, comfortable. No, and we safe were doing it looking week, after yeah. each other. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't. No, there's no way you put somebody you, at risk. Yeah, well, you wouldn't put yourself at risk because at the end of the day, we all need a job. Yeah, yeah. we all need the coin coming in. And mm. the first thing that they start to do as soon as you start hurting yourselves is they start looking to crucify you, see what you did wrong. Mm. It's yeah. always you. You did something wrong. Yeah, that seems to be the way they looked at us. Mm. It was never oh what. A slag fell need? out the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did we need to make it, you know, safer? Yeah. 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 I sort of always crucified the worker first. It's just how it is working down there. Mm. But you can understand their mentality of trying to oh, do their best to reduce the risk for yeah. everyone. But which, which is understandable, but at the same yeah. time, their, their expectation of what they want to achieve. It, they know they can't. Yeah. They can't achieve, achieve it unless they don't come down. Yeah. So they're in the Everything needs to go smoother from 12 o'clock Friday to Monday morning. Mm. We're on night shift. No All bosses. the bosses are gone. <laughs> no and we used to cut the most coal. And yeah. then they'd come in Monday and they're all high fiving each other. Oh, we cut this much coal. You just weren't even here. Like, yeah. We did. Yeah. yeah. We're a team. Yeah. Where no. we want to be, otherwise no. it's you. Yeah. Yeah. You lot down yeah, there. You're at fault. Yeah, That's job. exactly right. Mm. <laughs> so if someone listening was thinking about going underground, what is the biggest thing you would want them to know from your experience before they go down there? What's just one it, thing? You okay. Should... With oh. me, everything's manual. If you've got to put oil in a shearer, you're carrying 20-litre drums down the face, a couple of hundred metres on your shoulder, and you might have to take 200 litres down. <laughs> so huh? you're carting all that down. If anything's got to get done, it's chain block and backwards and forwards. It's, yeah, it's a lot of hard. Every, everything yeah. underground is heavy. Yeah. There is not a single thing down there except the shovel that's not heavy. 
and that's actually a, pro- a shovel. Like yeah, a, a because as soon shovel. yeah, because as soon as the wall falls in, and the you're chocks digging. get buried, you're digging. And so the minute they the move chocks? them, yeah. I I'm not quite they, sure what the, the chocks supports. are. Oh, right. So, yeah. so they're important. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they keep the roof up. That's why she goes down when the chocks get buried. Right, I got you now. Yeah, anything okay. that falls down in front of the chocks, the only way for it to go is it's got to go out the belt or it's got to be manually lifted and tried to put through the chocks. You got or, to gap. Throw, or thrown back onto yeah. the belt, onto or the chain. Or throw it over that side, get the chain running again and then put it all back on bit by bit yeah. so it goes out. Because generally what, what can happen is like if the face falls in or the roof falls in you can get that much weight on the chain the chain can't pull Just so that move. it won't move at all so the only way you can move the chain is to dig it out which means the only place you can throw it is on the other side so back on the under the chocks yeah so you're basically burying your chocks to get the chain moving yeah. as soon as you've got the chain moving you've got to pick all that up throw it back the other way oh, unburying the chocks yeah mm. Mm. so and the same thing is if you bury the chocks and it's in fines and things like that, is that you, once you dig it out to get it to move, then your your chalk might move, but when they move, they've got to drop it to move it. As soon as they drop it, it buries it again. Mm. So you can spend you just days. All that you, and it's gone you, it, for it, nothing. You could spend hours and hours down there shoveling, you know, for example, well, first 10 to 10 or 20 chocks you might yeah. spend literally hours down there well, the first time they move months. it they bury it again and you're back to square one it looks no like you might clear it down you know a meter and a half you might take it down so it's back to like back to the normal floor mm. and the first time they move it bury it back to a meter again so you've basically oh. yeah <laughs> it's groundhog day and you start again oh and so it's got to be fit then a lot of the stuff you've got to, and a lot of it's teamwork because you've got to be changing around all the time because it's it's hard work so yeah. like you're and some of the stuff you can't like once you're buried in amongst the chocks trying to pull stuff out so you've got shovels and picks and pelican picks and things like so you're dragging it out and you're dragging it into buckets then you pass the bucket to old mate he throws it over the top oh and go God, back, pull it like up again. Black and white movie. Yeah, no, exactly like, like that. But that, that, that's yeah. the only way you can move it because. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Yeah, mm. it's it's. We did that for months when I first went underground. Like we never moved. The crib room stayed in the one spot because every time we went to move again, it'd just fall in. And we did that for oh, nearly six months. And you had to do it even as a fit up. Yep. It was all it, in. It's one in everybody. They bring down everybody from upstairs that comes down. Before they shut the place, the last four, they had all the staff, only, secretaries, yeah. everybody. Really? Yep. It, they're not down there for very long, but they oh, do come down. Yeah. I'll there. move that little bit of coffee. Yeah, oh, I'm dirty. Yeah, yeah well, well, that's right. But. <laughs> it, it's like anything. They, they, whenever they can find a job, they'll they find one to... Like I said, the corks and just pop back up to the surface. Just got to pop back yeah. up. Yeah, just got to pop back up to the surface for yeah. us. Yeah, right. Yeah, we won't see you yeah. again. So what about you, Sean? What have you got as a tip for someone thinking about getting in underground? Like Shifty says, everything's heavy. So you got to be yeah. prepared to get in. Um, you got to be prepared to listen big time. Listen, yeah. Because underground, the, the older guys, the more experienced guys, generally, they can be a bit hard on the, the new guys. But they're just testing you out more than anything. Mm. Basically, 
if you've got feelings, leave them upstairs because <laughs> there's no point in having them down there. Oh, because what about you can, emotions? I'd cry. They, I'd no, be hopeless. Nah. There's, I would be there's, hopeless. No, there's no hurt feelings for so, form. Yeah. No, yeah. Haven't got one. There's no form for hurt feelings. So you might as well not fill one out. You might as well leave them behind. Or just don't go there if you don't think you can hack it. No, you've got to expect to be shit on because they will... Once that you know, if they can see a chink in your armour, they're coming for you. Yeah. So, you know, don't give them anything. Toughen up, princess. Yeah. You, got, you just got to suck it up. You just got to get in there. And if you work hard and you get in and get involved, yeah. don't don't try to hide from anything because the minute you do, they just mm. they'll single you out as being Jack, and that's it. You're done. But You're not getting in on that crew. The boys will let you sit there and do nothing all day. Yeah. But you don't you not for too long, but like you might get away with it for a week or two, and then when you don't actually start pulling your own weight, oh, then they'll start riding you. Yeah, then it's and then, know about it. and then your yeah. your and life is going to be miserable. Make you or break you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's better to join in. Yeah, yeah. you throw yourself in there. Mm. You know, put yourself in there, and you've you've got to. With those guys, you, you need to show, give give them a reason to let you be there, mm. because you know you're part of. The, if you're going into that crew, they're already established. You have to give them something to trust. And if if you don't do that, and you don't show that you're willing to muck in with every single one of them and all the shitty jobs, because it is down there, especially in development, it is muddy. It is shit. It is hot. Mm. It, you know, you will be wet more or less from the minute you get in there some days. And, and you've just got to get in and give it a go. I guess to having such small crews, like you say, they're tight-knit, one person come in. Yeah. I just spoke yeah. about that yesterday in the podcast I recorded. But, yeah, it can just change the whole dynamics. Yeah. If you, if you don't pull your weight, then somebody else has got to... I'd honestly like to take a few of the... Open cut boys down into that environment and see what happens. We've got to get, we might move move on to that. I just wanted to ask before we move on to my real mining, (laughs) (laughs) landscape gardening, ground scratches, breathing on. Um, Were there any women down there when you were down there? Yeah. 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 What did they do? Electrician. Electricians. uh, Mainly, yeah, yeah. Electricians and geos. Yeah, that's what the real miner said. That's what. Yeah, you, you get a lot of them are geos, and there's a few. Oh, I think we had what, three three electricians. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. they do all right. Did they um, muck in and join to, in to, with the blokes? Yeah, yeah they do, and, and to a point. Um, it's like like I said, everything's extremely heavy. So mm. at times, it's too heavy. Yeah. I mean, for some blokes down there, it's too heavy. Yeah. And again, you it makes it difficult when you can't, you know, if you're paired up with be it a guy or, or, or a girl, doesn't really matter, that just can't who, who can't physically mm-hmm. keep up mm-hmm. because then you've got to try and do twice as much and you've got more chance of hurting yourself yeah. because you're, and, you know, you'll get, there's, you know, a number of times down there, you'll get lazy pricks who they'll go, oh, no, no, I've just got a bit of a sore back. And they'll pile out of work. But they do it all the time. Mm. And that's just, you just get the shits. You don't want to work with them. 
Yeah. So you, you, you try everything you can to asshole them out of your crew. Find yeah. a way to get rid of them. Because you, you need, like I said, you, you've got to have that other guy's back and be that a girl or a guy. I mean, it doesn't mm. really matter. And we had, we had a couple of girls that came down and they wanted to get up and they wanted to get on the on the miner and get up drilling and all the rest of it. By all means, get into it. Yeah. And, you know, they laid it right up there. There's, there's no, there was no issues with that. Mm. And, I mean, obviously it's, it's pretty physical up there. I mean, so yeah. it's physical even in the machines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because well, okay. you still throw them. I think that yeah. it's in no air conditioning machine. No. No, fuck. <laughs> no air conditioners down there. No radios. Copy workshop. Yeah. <laughs> the aircons are not working. That was no. a blowout. There's, there's no such thing as this. As soon as I come to the open cut, I've seen that. Not even the aircons are working. Stand it down. Hang on, the radio's not working. No, it's all open. Mm. Yeah. So, like, if you smack into a rib, you'll. Can you bury yeah. yourself in coal, it's yeah, all coming straight in, will you? Oh, gosh. Yeah, no. All right. It's so a we, different world. We'll move on to the gravel scratching side <laughs> of the situation. So, long story short, the mine where you were working underground closed. has closed. Yep. And you have been, you were offered the choice to come across to the open cut. Yep, that's Which true. Which is what you chose to do. Did everyone do that or? No. No? no. A lot of people left. Yeah, well, I mean, you had the redundancy option. Yep. Um, you could apply for the open cut, which, um, because there were no underground jobs, mm. if you wanted to stay with the company, uh, unless you were one of the chosen. And so you, you know, that's what they had on offer. There was limited positions. You applied. If you're lucky enough, you stayed with the company. And, and I mean, in this particular time, it doesn't really matter what job you've got as long as you've got a job. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to fight all those other people who have been made redundant. And they're all in contract jobs. And you've still got a shirt. And you've still got a that, shirt. That's, and the, main that's the main one. one. Yeah. 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 Did you have to have an interview? Yeah. You did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to I see if you were cut out the, to be a grand yeah, scratcher. The real weird thing is, I look at the mix of us that came over, and we're all totally different. I yeah. don't know how they picked who yeah. to have. Yeah. Especially out of all the underground. I mean, there was a lot of people put in for them. Yeah, right. But so, not everyone got it. But not everyone. Nah. What was that? 12 of us, or like nine actually. Yeah. Because three of them already had a job at the wash plant. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the differences, the biggest difference. Let's start off with that. From everything you've just described to now working, will you explain to the listeners what you actually do now? Drive trucks. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I do. But uh, Drive around, around in circles. I knew what my job was underground, as a fitter underground. All the stuff I was doing down there. I sort of knew that, and I've been doing that for 10 years. Yep. All of a sudden, like I'm 50 now, I've got to learn to drive this truck, and they're sitting there, oh, you do this and do that, and like, yeah, right. And you got to get in the right spot. In the right the spot. And, and under the, you're doing all right now. Yeah, but once, once you know what's going on, mm. you get it all figured out, 
then it's fine. But until you got it all figured out, you go, oh, what am I doing yeah. here? Like, you, get, you get down there and the, the digger's, he's scratching here and he's scratching there and you're looking at it and you're going, yeah, I have this, no, and then, then they go, well, you know, you, you want to get your truck so far past, you want to be on this angle at like 45 and you're looking at it and you go, what the fuck is 45 from here? <laughs> and then, then they're going, oh yeah, come 45 to the bench. I had no idea what the hell a bench was. Yeah, right. <laughs> different and terminologies. There's different terminologies. They're like, and different digger drivers would dig in different ways. And, and once you sort of learn to, to pick who was doing what and how they were doing it, it it's taken a wee while to click. Mm. And I think I'm clicking a lot better now than what it especially in these last couple of weeks yeah because I didn't really have a clue I, I couldn't piggy sequence at all nah well that's where I was we never had a like a tip we used to paddock dump everything I oh, see so you didn't have a dump no with no, a no dump with a dozer on yeah so and all of a sudden dump. I get over here and, oh, no one told me Oh, so yeah. you're all passed out ready yeah. to go, but you've Nobody never told been on me, the dump. Oh, hang on, there's a little wing there. That's where you start dumping. Or and if he's sitting there up. with his blade up in the air, he, he wants you in beside him. Like, uh, and I'm just driving up there. Well, <laughs> what's going on yeah. here? Back to the start or in the finish corner. Yeah, like, the well, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't feel so bad now that we've got these new stars and you hear them on the radio. Yeah. And, you're like, oh, that, and you're like, that was huh. me. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. 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 But yeah. everyone takes it for granted because they know. That's right. Because most, most of the people that come here aren't green like us. They're, you know, contractors. They've been mm. in the doing all this stuff. Yeah. But it's exactly the same as when we first went underground. Like, you're green. Yeah, that's right. But you have to think about everyone that started was green once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's why I do the podcast because a lot of people think, I don't know if you come across this, where people think, oh, you're a miner, gee, you must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? <laughs> you know, and they think it's easy. Just get in there, but you know what? It, it's not everything they it, it, think. Being open cut is, it's more mental than physical, obviously. So, like, if you bash mm. your body up, like a few that. of us have, um, it's a hell of a lot easier on the body. <laughs> you, you're not... Definitely, when you come to your break, you're not as stuffed. Yeah, yeah I don't think I'd go back under anything. I mean, really? Oh, big no, it's, it's a it's a lot of it's hard physical hard work. work. And it, it really is. Well, I mean, if I went down there, I know the job, which makes it a lot easier for me. Yeah, comfort but, zone. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm right in my comfort zone. But anything you were doing, like you're on a chain block, just you might have four hours just flogging yourself mm. or you know backs and forwards carting drums down through chocks and yeah I sort of don't miss any of that bit geez no See, wonder the real miners like muscly cut well not uh, really you look well, my uh, real miner my <laughs> real miner I mean well, now I, I can understand a lot, a lot more of what he does yeah. 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 but she like <laughs> <laughs> now you get in a truck and belly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> personally I prefer the underground but at the same token, like, I have damaged myself that much previously that I know that if I stayed underground for any length of time, let's say another 10 years, I'd be, I wouldn't be doing much. Mm. I'd, I'd be absolutely screwed. But that's, that's just me personally. Um, but I do prefer 
I like the underground mainly because it's a the um, camaraderie is a little bit different. It's a lot um, different. Well, it's a lot different, but it's the smaller same. Smaller too. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's, our, our whole crew of a Sunday, we all went to the pub. You didn't have to drink, but you went to the pub still. Yeah. Like you sit there and have a cake or orange juice, didn't matter. Yeah. But the whole crew actually went yeah. there. If, every, the everybody was in, in together. Like yeah. even we did uh, sort of the same thing, but once once they put started to uh, crack down on the on the <laughs> drinking and bits and pieces there. To you, behaviour bond. So we used to have barbecues over at my room, and we'd just put two cartons on, and you'd get, you know, be our crew plus Longwall would turn up. We'd drink for a few, couple of hours, yeah, and then everyone go home, and then they'd be fresh for the you know. But we put a limit on it. All. Same thing. We we used to organise. Um, we were on night shift because of the the different timings, the different parts of the cruise. And we we were able to on uh, Monday mornings because of the way that the the changeovers were was that we could play the other crew in touch. So we'd mm-hmm. play. So you know, I was on our crew at that particular time. We our crew would play T crew. We go and play touch, and whoever's on night shift would be able to have a drink. Uh, you know, a few oh, beers. Yeah. Because you'd have a few beers straight after, because you just go straight off shift, head back, go play touch, have a couple of beers, and you go to bed and you're up for night shift. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. And the other boys just come in and they have a bit of touch and then they're off to, off to work for the day. Yeah. But that that was just a, it, is, it was a lot different. Now, this crew um, that I'm currently on, I find actually the majority are quite good. Um, in the fact that the um, the camaraderie is actually really good in this crew, mm. well, I, I feel personally, um, as opposed to you know obviously what we hear from the other side from a, some of the old underground guys, talk to them and, and they're finding it difficult oh, with some really. of the with some of the crews that they're on, yeah. um, just because of again it's the the camaraderie is, is completely different. They've, Little bit, feel a little bit alienated and, mm. and that sort of thing um, and with this particular crew that there seems to be quite a it's not a big group but it is there's a sort of um, a fairly large sort of part of it that are, are quite sporty so they'll, they'll organise all sorts of different things you know like squash and tennis and um touch footy and, and, that, and that sort of thing mm-hmm. so they'll get a few things going yeah and and they'll invite everyone you know if people don't want to show up well, that's, that, that's their thing that's right but they're, they're trying to, to get more everybody. yeah and they, they try to get a, a sort of a crew environment happening yeah. and you'll find with that particular group of people they're, they're a lot closer probably within the crew than the others mm. what I feel with this crew you can ask them and they will tell you like, well, no one the other crew, the boys were having trouble because no one would tell them anything. Oh, see, and, that, and that's the thing. And, and for those of you who are listening who are already working in the mines, maybe you've been doing it for 30 years yourself, mm. you know, help people out. It doesn't hurt. What if it was your yeah, kid? What if it was your kid who started <laughs> or, you know, or your mum or mm. something? That's what I always say. Mm. You'd want people to be helping mm. them, not making their life mm. worse. 
I think yeah. it's more so, you know, being truckies and, and a lot of the, the open cut jobs are all individual jobs. So once mm. you're in your cab, you know, you're only inter- interaction with anybody's via radio. And if it's the mine radio, you, you're not really saying a hell of a lot. I wave all the time and do these ones with my arms oh, yeah, when yeah. it's rough. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I'm hanging on the steering wheel, of course. Yeah, but, you, I mean, again, that's to do with certain people. I mean, you'd be the same as, you know, the, me and Ando doing what we do, silly hats and just... <laughs> And me, even, even, <laughs> even me and Shifty, I mean, every, you know, you guarantee Shifty's going to look. As soon as he sees you coming, he's going to look. So the first I'm just waiting to see what he's doing. Yeah. Right, bring it on now. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Too. Well, you haven't seen it yet. Uh, I, I haven't been doing it for a little bit now, but I'll, I'll, put, I'll be going back to it once. I'll be I, waiting. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I come up with stupid things to do, to wear. I'll smack you. Sorry, Shifty's yeah. in trouble. He's yeah. pulled the ring thing yeah. off his can. So, like, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd figure out what I could do, what was inside the cab that I could use to wear or put on my head or do something stupid. Serious? Why oh, yeah. did I not know this? <laughs> oh, no, I just went in just I got the paper towel and wrapped myself up like a mummy. And just because Ando and I have been just come, trying to come up with stupid things, right? Ando got rags, put it behind his ears, and made it look like he was pulling it through his ears. You know, you drive past each other and just see what each other's doing. Yeah. Right? Shifty, you drive past him, you give him the fingers. Because yeah. you know he's going to look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do that to you. No, no but that's yeah. what you should do to Shifty. Yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, what I. That's awesome to hear. But we're only because back around all, all the time. That's yeah. how we were underground as well. Yeah. yeah. It, just, you, it just, gets you through the day. Yeah, you do yeah. such long hours and a yeah. little bit of, have and, some fucking fun while you're yeah, here. Yeah. We've got to be here yeah, anyway, yeah. you know. You just lighten up a bit. Everyone and, gets and it's so the same, serious. It's the same as, like, you know, if, if you've got UHF, it's handy because, you know, you can listen into what your digger drivers and your, and your dozer operators are, are doing. Mm. And it's also handy because, you know, they can give you a bit of a, especially if you're a new person, they can give you a bit of advice on there without everybody listening in. Yeah, but you not know, all sites Not all sites have that, have that but yeah. it is, it's certainly and handy. Do, which is hard to get used yeah. to two, two ways at once when you've yeah. never heard of one. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, that's one thing we weren't used to because we never had two ways, aren't we? Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, oh, hang on, I've got to learn to drive this truck. Do all this stuff and, and then, then listen out, listen out, and then call. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, and speak yes. yourself. Yeah. yeah, be on the ball and know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, is that me? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, especially was, I got was that, that was probably out. actually actually was one of the hardest things when you're trying to concentrate on driving. And f- I mean, you, it's a huge bit of machinery as opposed to what we're used to. Mm. And being underground, you can bounce off walls, and we have, and you do. And you, you know you can you can make the odd screw up and, and bounce off the rib and go oh fuck and then right over you know we got away with that. You can't get away with anything in one of those big things. You can't afford to touch anything. No. And and just the sheer size of everything, as opposed to what's underground, is it's real steep learning curve because you've got. You're trying to concentrate on these huge bits of gear and you've got other huge bits of gear coming at you 
And then at the same time, you know... You've got this grader coming at you. Yeah. And then there's bloody dozers and, over here. And, and then you've got a two-way screaming at you. Yeah. And, you, you, uh, and then you've got to try and figure out what's 45 to the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or does he want me 45 or square? Yeah. Or am I coming under the bucket or what the... Yeah. yeah. And then you get some operators that move in the buckets. Yeah, that doesn't help anyone, <laughs> does it? But so it, would that be your main difference? Is the sheer size of everything, do you think? And voices in your head, yeah. <laughs> the two I reckon the size of everything, them trucks, they take a bit, like, when you first see them, you think, oh, yeah, they're big. But you're starting to get used to it, but, like, yeah. they're still, still big. They're still big bits of gear. Mm. The electric trucks like to get around on the, as soon as it gets, anything gets wet, gets twitchy. Yeah. Which how, is, how have you found... Have you done much in the wet yet? Yeah. 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 How you find? Does that happen underground or is it all flat? Underground. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Only ain't flat. I suppose you can get underground. No, but the floor no, it's, it's it's steep underground. The floor yeah. is, is terrible. It, so it's not ten percent rains. Some would be. No, you follow. No, you follow the You follow the seam wherever that goes. Yeah. You chase it. Oh right. Yeah, they will. Good. They will grade yeah. parts, but there's some real steep bits. Oh. Um, well, the drifties aren't supposed to go any more than four and one. Yeah, no. I don't really. Yeah. Don't take much notice of it, I suppose. No. But just you just know it was steep, and if you're in a real shit loader, it might take you two hours to get out. You know. Yeah. So. Um, I was, I was just thinking about but, actually driving yeah. in the weather with the with the like the sun and the light lighting plants in well, your eyes and that can be an issue oh, for yeah, a lot no, of people at night uh, because uh, they're uh, always right uh, there in your eyes. Yeah, but underground it's the same. You, but there you you never point your light on someone. Yeah, because that's, that's a big no no. Sit there, sort of don't look you sort of straight. The sort of off the side off the of it. Side. That's what, yeah, yeah. Because that's where your light is in its face and you don't put it in anyone's eyes. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you've got that. So we, night shift is probably a little bit easier for us because we're used to it being dark. Mm. But the, like, you're not really used to solar power mine. <laughs> solar power mine. Yeah. Okay, so we have to bring up the, I did a whole episode on this. Uh, which is what does it take to be a real miner? Thanks to my partner, the real miner, making me comment. <laughs> you can listen to that by heading to madmumsy.com forward slash beers nine. That's the number nine. And we go a bit deeper there. I won't go into all of that again. But it's a real in it, – it's a joke, but it's serious as well. Undergrounders think they're real miners, and I'm kind of leaning towards that. After hearing from my partner, you know, and now hearing even more from you guys, um, and where he calls us gravel scratches, but can you tell the listeners what you call us? Landscape gardens. Landscape <laughs> bloody gardeners. Yeah. I would have heard that one. Well, what? But, on, but you, what? Okay. Well, bring it on, bring it yeah. on. Well, when I was talking to a lot of the boys when I first came over, like, they knew the underground was shutting. Mm. And a lot of the boys out there would have liked to have gone down and had a look. Because they're probably not going to get to go to an yeah. underground mine and have a look. Like, on their days off, they could have come out, because we took a fair few people yeah. down to show them, because, you know, 
might never go underground again. I'd like it. to go under and go, yeah, 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 that's right, it, that's it. it. Yeah, okay, yeah. get me out. Like my, my wife says, no way in the world. She ain't going underground. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, don't mind me doing it, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reason we, well, I turn them as landscape gardens is you move dirt from one place to another and then you cover it up and you plant trees. Oh, rehab. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you land- I never thought about uh, it. Well, that's, that's what that's, you do. You, that's we, what you're doing. You're landscaping. We normally only cut coal, and that's it. Yeah. We take that out. We don't waste the time getting the dirt. It's all the coal. We're on coal the whole time. Yeah. Cause you just the only time you're not on coal is when you hit a fault, then you smash in stone, and then that's not fun. But, yeah. but to get down to the coal, you have to move some dirt. No, that's your job. Like... We normally go in after you. We, make we, a, you, you make a high wall, uh, and we we chomp straight in. And we go in, but we can go from the top straight down. Yeah. Some ones are like yeah. that. Yeah, that's we, what we I mean. won't. I bet you won't. We're no. a punch line straight uh, in. Did you have a little archway? Yeah. Portal. Yeah, yeah portals. Oh, yeah. The mine I started in in New South Wales had that, and I used to look in there and go, "There's yowies in there. It's <laughs> scary." <laughs> Goat monsters. Yeah. They eat everything. What do you call them? Goat monsters. monsters. Goat. Goat, yeah. Yeah. They eat everything. Everything gets thrown in the goat. Um, yeah. What's that? I don't get it. The goat's back. Once we take the coal out and all the chocks move forward. The roof falls in behind The it. roof falls in behind it. Yeah. But sometimes the roof stays up. So yeah. we've had it so it's been like 100 metres back. And then you're looking in there and you think, oh, but you like, can't go in there. Is it a no-go zone? No-go oh, zone. Definitely, yeah. definitely no-go zone. <laughs> And then the next minute, when it does fall, you'll be standing there. You won't be able to see a thing. Your Push helmet will not blown away, bloody everything. Oh. Like the wind blast that comes through. It's just unbelievable. Because it's finally done what it's supposed to do. It's finally done what it's supposed to do. That's what it's supposed to do. It's, it's supposed to fall as you go. You need yeah. it to fall. Otherwise, it puts too much pressure but on the front. Yeah. Everything gets thrown in the gate. Mm. So you'll find... if. <laughs> if Somebody's got so the shit. If somebody's, yeah, if somebody's got the shits on for that particular day, and if they feel like it, they'll throw everything in there. <laughs> yeah. And I literally mean everything. Be, the amount of shit that gets thrown in there. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's where they waste a lot of money because just, somebody doesn't want to be digging, all the shovels go in the go. <laughs> Can't dig. No Can't go get them. Once they're in there, they stay there. Yeah. Um, well, no, you can see them. You just can't go get them. Oh, because you're in no gozer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's what I mean. So, if someone's got the shits on, that's where everything goes. Speaking of getting the shits on, is there toilets down no. there? No. Right. So I've heard a couple of varying degrees of story. So what do you do? If you ever see a rag on the ground, pick it up and wipe your hands. You'll be <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just do it anyway. The, no. Yeah, the wash plant, get it all. <laughs> on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. That's everything right. goes on the belt. <laughs> Or it goes in the cove. Yeah. Go down so the you don't stand up and between. do it on yeah. the actual bed. Bend over. Oh, people no, do. Some, no, no, some, some people do. Or do you do it in something and then tip yeah. it on the bed? Yeah, generally, but you know, there's the odd people. Throw that a rag on the ground climb, and do climb a up. rag and yeah. throw it on them. And throw that up there. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it's a Hang over it's the boot end. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen everything. There's, there's walkways that go across the belts. Yeah. So you can get from oh, one place to the other. So, so you can hang Some over. Some people hang over the edge. Yeah, right. Or you go down the tailgate, like between the chocks, and then we move forward. Hopefully, we don't stop. Yeah, yeah. but it's all dependent. I mean, if depending on the 
your time frame, whether you can manage to get out, and whether they've got a vehicle available. Yeah, potentially so you, you can to get go out. out if you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they can't, they don't won't they won't stop you. Yeah, but a lot of people. By the time you go, oh, and it'll take you half an hour to drive yeah. up. Yeah, too long. So, you, you know, hang on. Yeah. 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 Got, yeah. If it's it a half an hour or an hour to get out there, it's not happening. Yeah. yeah. Send it to the washroom. Well, I've yeah. always wondered that. So what about the girls? They just have to do the same sort of thing. They yeah. hold. Uh, some, get a good bladder like yeah. me, that's what I'm Some used to get you, can you then, carry around a corner? And yeah, then you might be standing century. Yeah. But... Oh, can you yeah. stand watchful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just make sure no one walks around on Yeah. No drama. Yeah, I suppose it's dark too, that. Yeah, well, I see it. Be dodgy out at work for us sometimes. And look up and go, oh, this truck's going past here. That's not going to work. I looked like a truck saw some water cart the other day and I'm like, yeah, well, that's we need to go we, now. Well, we're the same. <laughs> we get there. Oh, hang on, which truck's we in in oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah, like you're full of Yeah. I remember years ago there was a big thing because um, people just peeing on the machines. Yeah. Like um, inside the wheel tyres, uh, the wheel tyres, yeah. inside the wheels, pause one. Yeah, like, yeah. Before you climb up the stairs, I'm like, why didn't you go and quiver up before we left, you lazy bugger? <laughs> Nearly every bloke does it. Or you, go out, yeah, or you go out behind the cab and do it out there. Uh, but the fitters put in a big, massive complaint, <laughs> and it was nearly a sackable offence at uh, one time because you can imagine all the peas going down and they've got to clean up. And you're a fitter, shit. Uh, yeah. right? Well, I'm not a diesel fitter. Oh, so that's all right. Uh, I'm a machine. You're a meat fitter and turner. Yeah. yeah. What, you're a cook? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear That's so now that you now that you've done and currently doing the gravel scratching landscape, landscape gardening garden. side yeah. of things and the underground do you think we're all real miners or do you think <laughs> no I tell everyone I give up mining you've given up you are semi-retired <laughs> I've given up mining just drive trucks now yeah. yeah. So you don't think you're mining at all? I don't. <laughs> Not after being underground. No. Wow. I really don't think I'm a miner now. Yeah. I've given it up. More like you work for the council. I just drive a truck around. Like, mean, how many loads of coal would I've taken out compared to dirt that I've shifted? I just can't see how it's physically, you know, like, or financially. When we were cutting it, we cut coal and that's it, it's gone. And and yet, you've got to shift all this dirt to get this little bit of coal. That we were on uh, the whole time. That, yeah, I just... And we were in the good stuff the whole time. Yeah. So why did they shut the underground then? Be- if you were so mm-hmm. damn good, you real miners. <laughs> when you walked out of there, were you the last people to work, walk out of there or were you nearly were? No. Uh, uh, oh, my crew was the last ones. We were, supposed to, we were on night shift. We were supposed to be going out to night shift. We were all on the mess. And they rang us up while we were in the mess and just said, get on the piss. Don't bother coming in. Yeah. yeah. So it was a good night because yeah. oh, I, yeah. I ended up coming out the day earlier to start my shift in the morning. Like, I didn't want to travel in the morning, so I came yeah. out that night to start in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and all the, boys, like, yeah, like, oh. all the boys said, oh, waste time going to work. 
<laughs> we were all going to the pub. We were all, that's the end of us. Oh, oh yeah. and we did, we let loose. It was it was a big night that one. Oh, yeah. And that was so just you, a preempt for the rest of the <laughs> week. <laughs> so you didn't actually get to go back in, and I know a few people have rituals when they say goodbye to diggers and. No, stuff. You didn't get closure. No, they no. wouldn't. They wouldn't. You let got me closure out. at the pub with yeah. your crew. Yeah, I didn't even go back out to get my gear out of my locker. Could you have if you? Yeah, they, they said that we could, and then. Uh, but yeah, you were you restricted on timing. Anything was in my locker, like it was black. It was covered. Oh in right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I don't really want it anyway. Mm. I mean, it's only my belt and. Helmet, my boots, and everything. Yeah. I, I just took my tools, my helmet. Yeah. No, pretty, not pretty much it. Yeah, mm. like I took all my tools home the week before because we knew it was getting close. So yeah. I had them. Just had them in my car. Took them yeah. down when we were using them. Yeah. It was easier. Because we've been going for a while, and it's been really good to <laughs> dig in and get underground. But a couple of other questions that I like to find out from people. <clears throat> Let's talk about rosters. What's your favourite roster, Shifty? Seven and seven. Seven and seven? Yep. What roster did you do underground and hours? Seven and seven. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked out good. What were the hours? Eleven the hour days. Eleven. Yeah. Oh. Four, four eleven hours and three twelves. Yeah, yeah right. Friday, Saturday and Sunday were twelves. Yep. They were just a couple of day shift. But, yeah. When I first started out here, I was on four and four with a contract mob. Yeah. Then they put me over when I went over and got my shirt. Mm. I went five and two for a few weeks. Oh, <laughs> real yeah. job. It's like yeah. a real job, though. Okay. No. And then straight on seven and seven. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the only way to go, seven yeah. and seven. Well, I, I started as a clean skin and we're on four and three. We're on day shift. Yeah. Uh, that shit. Yeah. yeah, four and three. So, like, you're Monday to Thursday, and then you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah, but right. it's yeah. still that shit. Um, and then I went, got on crew, and then I was seven and seven, and um, that was pretty good. Yeah. And, but, like, eight hours, you know, because you had your 11s, depending on what crew you were with, and like, further on down the track when they changed the hours around so that. You because they cut back right back on day shift and all the rest of it. So, like when we were on our by, you were working from like six to five or six to six, yeah. And that that's good, those are great times eh? mm. because you're home early enough, yeah, that you still get a little bit of time, yeah. And so, whereas now, you know, you're not back, you might start at six and well, you leave really, you leave here. Quarter to six. Quarter to six in the morning, and you're not back until like quarter seven, uh, quarter past seven quarter at past night. Seven. You know that you've long got days. it's all a very long day, and you don't really have the time. Mm. And you know that extra half an hour or hour in our case was just that was yeah brilliant because you still got time to come back and you can do a bit of fitness and all the rest. Of it. Go still have tea. Yeah. And. Still have five minutes to do whatever you, you mm. wanted to do. Call the family, yeah. whatever. Just, you just had a little, that little bit of extra time. Is, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, how? What about fatigue? How do you handle night shift? Do you sleep right on night shift? Shifty? Night shift. <laughs> I, I've never slept good out here. 
<laughs> not yeah, even yeah. on day shift? No. No? Why? Because you're not at home? Yeah, because I'm not at home. Life. It's just weird. Oh. Yeah. I, I was always hopeless. Like four hours sleep and that was it. Oh, You're wide awake again. Still now? Yeah. Yeah. But obviously you can hack it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been doing like it for 11 years. Yeah. yeah, doing it for 11 years now. Yeah, right. But when I got home, <laughs> it's totally different. You catch I, up. Oh, I catch up, all right. Yeah. Crash. Yeah, right. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Uh, I actually sleep better on night shift. Better on night shift? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't... Even with my sort of home life, I don't get a hell of a lot of sleep anyway, so... Mm. Yeah, it doesn't. I've sort of, and then my previous jobs was sleep where you can. No yeah. roster sleep, there. Sleep where you can. <laughs> Standing up behind a tree and you can. Uh, like, yeah, well, I mean, even when you were asleep there, you were getting mortared and things like that. So yeah, you you were never really asleep, sort of thing, I suppose, mm. in a way. Um, yeah, it's a different. I, I tend to find it. It's. it's I tend to sleep better on that night shift. I'm usually bugging on the last one, but yeah, and it can take me a couple of days to recover. But because I'm pretty much burning myself out, I suppose towards the end. Mm. But then I'm fly, I'm flying, fly out as well. So sort of yeah, that last right. one, you you just all you want to do is get home. So yeah. you, and then you you when you get home, you got kids and things like that. And you you just you're yeah, trying like to fit back into the routine. So you yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're so hungover, I reckon. Yeah. That first day, yeah, it that, feels yeah. like you've just been to the biggest New Year's Eve party you've ever had. Yeah. And some more than others. Some days, sometimes you can be like, oh, I'm all right. And others will yeah, be like, oh, right, yeah. no. Just wait. Tell me when it's tomorrow, that next day. But in a lot of that, like even my, my previous job, the, I mean, we could spend up to 22 hours on the road. Mm. And it's all, and again, it, you, you're sitting in an armoured vehicle and things like that, but the, you're mentally stuffed, which is sort of what you get here mm. because you're in a vehicle, you're driving around, and with the amount of vehicle interaction and everything going on, mm. you know, you're, not, you're, not, uh. yeah, you, you're not physically buggered, you're just mentally. Yeah. It just takes a while for you to unwind the old brain. Sometimes I know over the years I've, not gone up for tea because I don't want to sit there and listen to all these people I've been listening to all day. I just, I talk don't want to shit. talk. I don't want to talk. I don't want to move dirt. I don't want to, I'm going home for a beer. <laughs> well, we used to have a thing where you no one to talk work. If you yeah. start talking work. We had that, you've got you a skull. No, you wore a dust mask. <laughs> uh-huh. And everyone's looking at him, you've got a dust mask on. Yeah, shut him up from talking. Oh, right. Yeah. When yeah. you were outside work, yeah. you were having beers. Yeah. Yeah. You have to consciously think, like, so, what are you doing next break? <laughs> Instead of, did you see what the yeah. did or whatever? Yeah. You know, it's but really you, hard. You, Gossip you, you, you find, really Yeah, but you find some of, some of the people that don't really know how to talk to other people other than talk about work. Mm. Because they, that's they, right. they, that's all they bond Because people do. That that's all they're bonded to, and because they don't have a lot of, you know, unlike the underground guys who are, like I said, in each other's pockets. So you know the guy inside out. Yeah. You know he's basically what he, 
half the time he's down there, he's working together side by side. You're talking about family and stuff. He's the last thing you want to be talking about fucking changing roles on a belt or something like that. Yeah. So you're talking shit about what you did on when you were at home, what the kids are up to, you know, who went fishing and what were you catching and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Whereas with these guys, because they don't spend all day talking to each other about other things, they only talk to each other on the radio about work. They come out and all they can do is talk work because they can't actually interact with each other. Mm. And then they're on the phones a lot anyway. Yeah. Well, everyone's on the phone going to, to work. On the bus. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're either yeah. playing games or on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I don't take my phone. I don't. I leave mine in my room. It's, um, I do. I do so much digital stuff. If it rains, I does. I, I does. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I does. I yeah. does take my phone when it's raining. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, but well, I like to watch all the movies. have that interaction <laughs> with people. It makes you talk. Yeah. Like the if if there's no home. phones, and you have look to Look around talk. and they're all sitting there playing with their phones. Or what was it, a phone party? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. One more note of that. No phones. There were no phone. That was it. Mm. And, um, but they had a phone in the crib huts, which was a good thing because it, you could ring anywhere in the world. It was a union thing. They got it in. If oh, you're yeah. taking the mobile phones off us, yeah. we want to be able to ring our missus in that at crib. Yeah. So you could ring any time. Yeah. But also, uh, dispatch could ring the crib hut. Mm. And, or anyone could yeah. ring the crib hut. Yeah. Shit. But also, you know, and... Uh, Tell old mate he's had he's already had his half an hour. Go and get on that truck and like, is he there? No, no, I can't see him. You know. Well, see, underground we could bring the control room, and then they could patch us through to your wife if you give them a phone number to ring, and they could patch it through that way. And it could could come back the other way because you used to get it because they could ring because the guys on the on the opposite side, the dark side. They'd ring up when they're on the, you know, they might be watching Origin or something like that. Yeah. They're pissed oh. off their trees and they're ringing up. They know you're on night shift and you're down the hole. But they could they, ring straight they, to they us. They ring straight to oh, us and they'd be yeah. smashed and then they just, yeah. And then did you used to do it to them? Uh, nah, not, 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 not as no, often. Not as often as they did, of course not. Little angels you are. I like to um, send people, mainly. Baz, my stepdad, and he will send me a picture. Him and Mum are out for lunch, eating prawns and beer, and I'm on day shift oh, over the years. Yeah. Not so yeah. much now, but I'm yeah. like, oh, right. So yeah. I do if he's at work. Yeah. <laughs> I think we covered advice for newbies yeah. before. What about your old PPE, your hard hats and all that? What do you do with it? Do you plant petunias in it? Mine's still out there. What about all your work clothes, all your work issue? My work clothes are the same ones that we got here. All the last ones, that's still the underground ones that I'm wearing. Oh, we, right. We yeah. never know, they're exactly the same. Same writing on them, everything. Um, yeah, oh, I've got yeah. So, but did you get a oh, set no, I've got, I've got different. every year? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We got, so where are they all? What did you do with them all? I got heaps of them. Yeah, what did you... Uh, yeah, fishing, yeah, um, well, fishing shirts, yeah. Yeah, right. But yeah, I got heaps. Oh, oh, my, oh, well, I got different sorts as well. Different jobs. Like, um, I had got the action back overalls, so they're slightly different. 
Um, you can't you can't wear them out here now. Are they bright orange? No, they're, they're <laughs> yellow and blue. I've seen the orange yeah. overall. Well, it was only the last couple of years I'm that they started bringing that in. Yeah, we were allowed to wear the the blue. Oh, because yeah. it made no difference. Yeah, underground. You can't see underground anyway. Yeah. You but see the reflection. Like we half the time underground, we were wearing board shorts. <laughs> no. Seriously, shorts, yeah, footy shorts, board shorts. Yeah, as long as you had reflectors. As long as you had reflectors, yeah, you're good. Uh, is that because it's just so freaking hot? Yeah, yeah. And like, wearing board, you, know, you go from wearing those um, cotton drill to boardies. Boardies dry heaps faster. And so if you're continually wet, yeah, the last thing you want to be doing, and you're covered in coal and shit, is. All the stuff rubs. Yeah. Right. And you got cotton drill takes a while to dry. Yeah. And you can, you know, you just rub all the skin off yourself. Yeah. Really? I used to wear the long, mainly so you didn't take so long in the shower when you got up, but once you were wet, that just transferred through and you got black through it. Yeah. So. Well, you, um, yeah, you didn't, didn't matter. <laughs> so you had black legs to match yeah. your yeah, everything eyeliner. Was, everything was yeah. black. Uh, yeah. So you, you don't miss that part of it. What being you're filthy, dirty, and wet, no, and well, black, and nah. well, it I was, hate it when really, they get a bit of grease on me. Well, I used I to, to be to like that. I used to be like that when I was at the mill. Like, oh, you stay clean, and then you get out here, and there's nothing you can do. You you are black. You, you just lay down on the floor, like or sit up against the rib and eat your crib. Yeah, it was just a thing. Like you're not going to get any dirtier. You already are covered yeah. in it. But what you're doing now, you don't get dirty. No. But it doesn't oh. mean you're any less of a minor. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes, it does. All yeah. right. You don't have to answer this, and this is a new question that I'm going to start asking people, is what would you like to say to, um, in, I don't even know how to word it yet, environmentalist greenies about us working in the coal? How do you deal with that? Oh, I'm a bloody old hippie. And I, I, I deal with the contradiction of it a lot. One of the deputies had a sticker on the back of his ute. Yeah. Ban mining. And let the bastards freeze in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like when you first see it, it's got ban mining. In it. What? And then yeah. you read the fine underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Sean is just showing me a picture of him black. Dirty. Oh, you look nothing like that now. You look like a landscape gardener now. <laughs> chilled out. Yeah. See, like, it's coming out of the tailgate, so like the only thing that you see that's clean is the with the dust masks over my face. Yeah, yeah. That's fairly reasonable. That yeah, one. that was really like, reasonable. That's you not black, black. That's you've been blacker. Oh, oh yeah. Trying to say, yeah. But it's just see, look normal. Wow. That's a normal day. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. Well, here. Well, actually, the other mines one thing I like now, but I'm not carrying that rest, the rest oh, around yeah. and the battery. You've got that one on each hit. Yeah. All one, right. And one's heavier than the other, so yeah. you're either trying yeah. to even yourself out or you yeah, walk with a limp. Did you have a bruise on one hit? The real miner always has a bruise uh, on one hit. Uh, yeah, it depends what you But doing. I think he has tools and... So you're yeah. a fitter too. He's a fitter yeah. and they, they carry a lot of shit. Yeah, I used to carry 15 kilos of stuff around on me all the time. Yeah, right. 
bangings. Yeah, as well as a self-rescue. Yeah. yeah. See? Fitter operators. <laughs> Gee, the fitter looks clean, <laughs> shifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean's showing me pictures. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and that just normal everyday work down there. You're on a machine. You're just black. Yeah. That's the biggest But for your question, yeah, no. No. That's, that's still the cheapest way, isn't it? The coal. I mean, all those wind farms they got there in South Australia when the wind's not blowing, they're buying coal. And <laughs> what do they make them out of? Steel. Yeah. And how do they make steel? Yeah, they've got a... Yeah. Car, so. It's a catch-22. It is. It is. The only way, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to need steel. Yeah. At the minute. For now. That's right. And it's not to say it's forever. No. And they're always coming up with new things and we all want the world to be a nice place for our for our kids and, mm. and everything. But at the moment, it's how well, it you, is. You've it's got to get something in place to replace it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You can work on as many conspiracy theories as you like to what's holding everything back. You, you might not be wrong, but, mm. you know. I'm going to get a um, greenie on, I think, and interview them. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That's why I'm starting to get a few opinions from people that are yeah. working in the mines. Like there's, I don't know if you've seen them on Facebook. There's a few really cool infographics. It's about, oh, I think there's one that's a mobile phone. And it, it says it's not just coal mining, but it's yeah. all the resources that are needed yeah. to, to make that. Yeah. And cars and wind farms and this and that. And, it, and it's, mm. you know, it makes the world go round. And I think a big part of it is trying to make it cleaner. So, oh, speaking of that, what about the black lung disease thing? Have you guys been tested for that or because you've worked underground for so yeah, long yeah you have yeah we had all x-rays before we all left there but are they in a box somewhere not tested or no they're all tested they were supposed to be tested they were all tested yeah yeah no they were tested because they went through and the, there was a couple of guys that got pulled out yep for further investigation yeah, yeah. yeah and, and at different different levels because well, not- the black lung is um when they go through the testing process, you know, there's four levels or something like that, I think. Yeah. And like some of the guys were on like minor, hit one of the, you know, the early levels, which is uh, you may possibly have a problem. Mm. When it first come out, down the mess and all the gravel scratches down there are all sitting there saying, oh, use underground like with this black lung. But they didn't realise that open cut people in America yeah. are getting black lung while it's going out of fashion. Well, they are here too. And now you have a look out there, and when they dump that coal in the back of the truck, it's just a cloud of dust, and it's going mm. everywhere. And you look at some of the dozer drivers who are down there cleaning off top coal. Yeah. They look like a couple of them. I think, my God, you look like you're underground. Mm. And there have been some open-cut people that have been diagnosed. Yeah. So all we can do is look after ourselves. Yeah. You know, if the seals on your machine are buggered, report them, get them fixed and stuff. Yeah, but that's whether they do that too. 
that's just well, that's where we have to stand up for ourselves. Yeah. You know, but it's a long-term thing as well, isn't it? Like, Once you get it, you got it. That's it. Yeah, but is it something like not a one-off where the coal come in your truck? You're going to have it, or is it? It all depends on whether you get that. It's whether you breathe in that little bit of silica. And how your body reacts. Like your your body, like we always had the dust testing, and you'd go down there and they'd go, "All right, are you within certain levels?" So, how much of those certain levels are you getting? Yeah. Over how long a period of time? And they're saying, "Right, are well, you wearing this?" You know, this PPE. Well, this PPE has a ninety nine percent chance. Of stopping it, you still got one percent. Mm. Well, they say it's ninety nine point four or something stupid like that. There's still a mm. percentage, regardless whether you're wearing PPE or not, that it fails. Yeah. There is no guarantee, and you know, and for some cases you won't know. No. It's like you know, like your asbestos. You're not, not going to know that until like twenty years down the track. Yeah. They had a mob come in to test us, putting the old mask on mm. and then they were going doing tests on it to see how much leakage and everything was going past it and that and like some people their face was just not suited to certain dust masks and they were leaking like there wasn't a lot of them on oh yeah. and what did they say about that well then they had to get different masks and everything yeah. Yeah. and then you've got like some masks are designed for certain things and not for others and you know so you've got all sorts of issues that come along with it because mm. I mean like you we got all the diesel particulates as well so when you're in a a load or underground, and a lot of the time you're having to go backwards, drive backwards everywhere. Mm. So all that diesel... driving through it. You're driving through it the whole time. Mm. The whole time you're sucking in shitloads of diesel fumes. Yeah, that's a big thing. So you've got diesel particulates all the time. Yeah. So, but that requires a different mask to the one that we wear for, while we were, you know, going a lot of the dust stuff. And you don't want to be wearing the diesel particulate mask when you're... In, yeah, it's because, sort of weird. Yeah, Once you're underground, yeah. everything down there is trying to get you. Like the electricity, it's real high voltage. All the pressures in all those chocks and everything is extra high pressure. It's higher than anything that's up here. And then mm. you've got all the dust and diesel and, and the roof trying to fall in. And the yeah. gas has got you. Like, so why do it? Because it's fun. <laughs> you don't, you don't sort of think about it at the time like that. Uh, well, it's, good it's like any, no, no, we were on less than what you were. No. Seriously. We were. Yeah. What? No, it's like you go to... If you go, no, you go to some of the other mines and they're on a much, much higher money. Yeah, our base rate was a lot lower than what yours were. We had to work on bonuses. Which you got. Which we... Were... Not me, no. we didn't. No. No. Well, you wouldn't because you were back, back in, the, you know, when we were going for it, we were, yeah, we were yeah. making big, big bonuses. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, then they the, 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 you when, when they wanted it, they let you go, and when mm. they didn't want it, they, they pulled you up with things. Push they, the switch, yeah, pushing right. the buttons. <laughs> just going, yeah. No, yeah. we're down for maintenance. Yeah, we're pulling you up. Yeah, because we had to get eighty thousand ton before you even got one. You got one like, dollar or anything? No, you didn't get anything. Like well, no, you had to get yeah. over that. To you get had what is it? For every ton after that, you got like point. Zero 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 three of a cent yeah, for so every ton. Over. Had to push it out, right? Yeah, but, we, but no, it would when, you, when you're putting out two hundred and fifty thousand ton or something for the yeah. week, 
So that's yeah, then starts yeah. to add up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in development, once you got past a certain amount of meters, then you're getting sort yes, of like yeah. a dollar a meter. Yeah. So when so, you're hard at it, you could get it. You had to get it like over 400 meters for the week. So what is the pay rate now that you're getting? Is it less or more than what you were on at the end? Because you do more hours. We do more hours. We're yeah. getting... More, our base rate's higher. We are getting more money. Yeah. But you don't get any bonus. Or you get a yearly one, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 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 That's hard to answer. Yeah, it's hard to I'm not answer anyone here. We're right actually now. on more money. Yeah. Mm. More money being open cut. And cruise a lot. You don't even feel like you're mining. <laughs> you're working for the council. Yep. Yeah. Really? Do you feel that strongly? That it's not mining. Yep. Yeah. You do. Chippy does. He's adamant. Yeah. 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 No, it's, yeah. Not it's no. It's not what you just I move on. Yeah. yeah. And that's fair enough. Yeah. That's like I just hearing what you described is I can understand why you would come to that conclusion. But are you enjoying what you're doing now? It took me a fair while. I'm starting to really enjoy it now. Yeah. But yeah, I was ready to throw it in. Yeah, really. Yeah, like for the first three months, that was it. I was nah. I was going to throw it in and go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now I've sort of got it half sussed out. Yeah. yeah. Persevered yeah. and got through the heart. Yeah. That's like good. Shifty. Yeah, it's like like anything. You like switch to a new job. Mm. Takes a wee while to get your routine. Mm. Once you got it, and like I said, but this particular crew is quite good to work with. Yeah. So they sort of have, you know, they add to it, which sort of makes it a lot more enjoyable for you to be there. Yeah. It does. Yeah. As long as the atmosphere is there, and it, like, if you're like one of the other particular crews that have a bit of a septic atmosphere, you wouldn't want to come to work. Mm. You wouldn't want to be here. Yeah. It'd be hard to actually get it, to. It'd be hard to get yeah. to this point that we're yeah. at now. Yeah. Whereas, because you're actually enjoying the company of the other people, albeit it's not the same, but it, it it's better than nothing. Mm. I'm glad that we're better than nothing. <laughs> oh, that's a bit hard. You know what yeah. I mean. I do yeah. know what you yeah. mean. Oh. <laughs> well, what do you reckon? Might wrap it up? Yeah, sounds good. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And did I tell you that tomorrow's my last day? Uh-huh. Rub it in. Because I didn't yeah. last too yeah. long. Rub it in. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yep. No, I see you. That wasn't too hard, was it, Shifty? What, no, it was pretty good. What, you want to hear it now? No. No, he just wants you to turn it off. <laughs> turn it off. All right. Okay, on that note, thanks, guys. I, I really I really do appreciate it. It's um, It's been good, and I know that my podcast listeners will get a lot out of that because you're the first undergrounders that I've had on. Thanks so much for listening. I know this was a long episode, but I think we had a lot of ground to cover. That's the beauty of podcasts. You can go as long as it needs to be, and you can hit pause and come back to it when you're ready. I want to thank the guys for opening up and sharing their thoughts and experiences, both as underground miners and now open cut operators. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And on a side note, the real minder was listening in during the editing process and was agreeing wholeheartedly most of the time. 
Hmm, maybe he is a real miner after all. But don't tell him I said that. All the links we discussed in this episode can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash beers32. That's madmumsy with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from, and the number 32. If you don't want to miss any episodes, be sure to head over to iTunes or your favourite podcast app and subscribe. Or you can do it right from the website at madmumsy.com forward slash beers. Thank you so much for listening and please, please share with your mates. Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers.